is controlling your mind? Who is controlling your mind? We need to understand that man is spirit. Has a soul and lives in a body. Man, Bible said, God said, for ye are gods. Why? Because you and I know that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, God is triune. And that makes man triune. But you see, when it comes to man, there are a lot of things that battles with man. Because why? We are in a world filled with so many ups and downs. We are on earth with somebody called Lucifer. We are here with so many other challenges. So you wake up every morning, you don't know what is happening. You go to bed and you are thinking, where is this fees going to come from? You go to bed and you are thinking, how am I going to eat tomorrow? This well, this earth we are in, has so many challenges. But in all of these things, you need to ask yourself one question. Who is controlling your mind in the midst of all these challenges? Who is controlling your mind? Because you see, in the midst of challenges, you can easily forget that you're a Christian. You can easily forget that you are the son of a pastor or the daughter of a pastor. You can easily forget that you are married. You can easily forget. You can easily forget about God. So people who are called of God and have been empowered by God to preach, to do his work. We see them and realize that actually they are far away from what they've been called to. Why? Because of the challenges of this world. And that is why I'm asking you, who is controlling your mind? Who is controlling your mind? So the other day I was with my wife in the room. And she woke up at 2 a.m. and she started crying. I looked at my wife. I said, Sally, why are you crying? She couldn't talk. She was crying. 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 I said, Sally, why are you crying? Then she looked at me. Don't forget, my wife is the wife of a pastor because I'm a pastor. Number two, don't forget that my wife has the gift of prophecy. She can prophesy. She's a prophet. My wife. Don't forget my wife is a Christian. And don't forget that. Because I know I've been called by God. Whatever I say to my wife, it happens for me. I know myself. My wife woke up at 2 a.m. She was crying. And I asked, what is wrong with you? Then she said, Jimmy, it is 2 a.m. What are we going to eat in the morning? I need to get Sammy some, some snacks to school. What, what, how? There is no money at home. How are we going to do this? How? 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 Then I looked at her. And you see, you need to be controlled by the spirit to understand the times and the seasons you are in. 
I looked at her on the bed. I'm a man. I could have easily woken up from my sleep, gone to the hall, and go and do this and be thinking. But I looked at her and I told her, Sally, know the God who has called me. He controls me. Therefore, your cry will not push me to do something. I will not listen to your cry. Listen to me. Before the end of today, which is Tuesday, the Lord will come do it for us. Then I left her. I was there when, if you remember, I came here for pastor's meeting. And when DJs came to me, Pastor James, I've been looking for you. What's happening? He said, oh, one of your members, one of our members, your sons, has brought this to be given to you. I said, wow. The same day my wife cried, the same day, Brought the box. James. So so and so, I shook myself. If I'm out. I didn't open the box. I took the box home. Whether it was bomb or whatever. So let me take it home so that when I open it, we can all die. At least. I can't die alone here and then my, my wife will be there. For somebody who is very silly in their actions, to go and tell my wife, you killed your husband. Let all of us die. So at least, you are dead, I'm dead. Our children, everybody is dead. Nobody will come and say, you killed me, I killed you, you are all gone. And that's what I've been praying for, that the day I'll die, my wife will die with me. Yeah. No, I'm an African, I know what Africans can do. I know what they can do, that you killed your wife, or you killed your husband, I know. So I always tell God, the day you will take me, take all of us, all, all of us, with the exception of my sons and my daughters who are coming. But who is controlling your mind? When I took the box home and I opened the box, Daddy, you can't believe it. There was five kilo rice. There was sardine. There was corned beef or whatever they call it. There was indomie on the side. There was spaghetti on the side. There was gari, there was sugar and milo. And on top, there was an envelope. And you see, aside all of these things, the person realized that no, after Pastor James has eaten, and has gone to walk. He has to bath. And he had dead bathing suit. In the midst of challenges, who controls your mind? Who controls your mind? This guy in Mark chapter 5, the madman of Gadara, we learned that this guy dwelt in tombs where dead people lived. And last week I was saying, you see, where did people live? The guy dwelt there. Why? Because he didn't want people who are alive to see what he was doing. And I said last week, why is it that you, when you're going to watch pornography, you lock the doors? You see, you're like this guy. So although you're in a room, you've locked your door, it doesn't look like a cemetery, that is what you are. The guy was in tombs, dwelling there, and cutting himself day and night and crying. What was he doing? He was listening and was being controlled by a certain type of spirit. Who controls your mind? Who? A lot of things controls us, but today I want to dwell on one major thing that controls our mind, and that is the flesh. That is the flesh. That is the flesh. Turn with me your Bibles to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. And you see, a lot of you, when you read the scripture like that, you see the scripture fast, so you don't easily apply it to your life. You don't easily apply it to your life. Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. Verse 
verse 6. Now the Bible said, and when the woman, that was Eve, <laughs> saw that the tree was good, saw that the tree was what? The tree was what? No, I'm preaching, you're preaching with me. When the woman saw that the tree was good, that is number one, and that it was what? So number two, the tree was good. Number two, it was pleasant to the eyes. And a tree to be what? To do what? To make one wise. She did what? She took of the fruit thereof and did eat. Number one, she saw the tree and she realized that this tree is a good tree. It's good for food. Number two, what actually made her see that it was good for food was because the tree was pleasant to the eyes. So it is not because it was good for food. That is why it became pleasant to her eyes. But rather, it became for food because it became pleasant to her eyes. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. It became food to her because it was pleasant to the eyes. Like some of you, you walk in town and when you see the pork that has been grilled with the green pepper, chili and the rest, you see, you start swallowing your own saliva. And then you say, ah, this thing will be good with banco. This will be okay with some chips, some fries. When you see, <laughs> you bypass a hammer, you get to KFC, and you get there, and you, it's like you're making a call, and you see somebody come out with a bucket. Jesus. You see, for me, when I see that chicken, I, I can't pass by. I'm telling you the truth. I must buy some. This woman was controlled not by her spirit, but by the flesh. The Bible talks about her eyes. Eyes. This is not the spiritual eye. Her eyes. That's why the Bible says that we, we always hear, the, uh, it's, it's not even, I don't know whether it's a dark scene or whatever. Beauty lies. Is it, is it, is it a scripture? Beauty lies in the eyes of a builder. Is it a scripture? That's why we always say, beauty lies. What you see, this woman was controlled by heaven. What she saw. What she saw. Take me to First Chronicles. And we'll come back to this scripture again. First Chronicles. First Chronicles. You see, what you always see is very important. It's very important. First Chronicles. Hmm. No, take me to Second Samuel rather. Second Samuel chapter 1, verse 1. Or Second Samuel chapter. Go to 11. Second Samuel chapter 11. This is not it. This is not it. This is not it. Take me to First Corinthians 9 to 11. I'll come back to the second Samuel. First Corinthians 9. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Flesh. 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 You see, you need to understand that 
You can easily be controlled by your flesh. Flesh. This woman saw the tree. It looked good in her eyes. And he said, this thing, I have to eat it. But some of us, the guys, when you see fair ladies, then something is wrong. Some of us, the ladies, when you see a gentleman with six packs, muscular, then something is wrong with us. We have the lady in this church. When she sees Pastor Governor, then something is happening. Yeah. We had another one who, when she sees Pastor Leslie in body fit, then something is happening to her. She came and she said, Pastor Leslie, don't be wearing these things. Because when I see you, I don't know. What is pleasing to the eyes? Who is controlling you? Who is controlling you? The flesh. Some of us, we've been controlled by the flesh to a point where we even forget where we are. We forget where we are. The flesh. And now you are looking at me very innocent. Just last night, some of you had sex. You see, when I'm standing like this and I'm talking, eh, it's not like fallacy. I'm talking what I'm seeing. I'm talking what I'm seeing. It got to a time when I start to talk in Legon. People don't want to come to church. Because there was a day I was preaching and all of a sudden I was moved into another dimension. And I told him, I said, come here. When he came, I said, you. Yesterday you had sex. Yesterday you had sex. This is the lady who came to your room number, so so and so. Then the guy looked at me. I said, you see, brother, stop this. No. You thought you were hiding, eh? Stop it. The guy coming to church. And you see, when we decide to move in that dimension, there will be correction and discipline in the church. Please control your mind. You are looking at me more like that. Yes, sure. Yes, sure. Say, oh, join the air course war, Abraham. Amy, I'll not do it again. I'll not do it again. What is this? I'll not do it again. No, tomorrow, no, you go and do it. Shaking your head. Shaking your head. Who is controlling your mind? The guy was controlled by her flesh. David, when men had gone to war, Bible said he stood at his balcony, looked and was going up and down. All of a sudden, he saw. <laughs> he saw a fruit that was pleasing. To the eye, and he saw something in that fruit that this thing can be eaten. This thing can be eaten. The Bible said he sent that Bethsaida be brought to him. Jesus, this is the king. This is the king. What you see, what you see, what you see. You see, until last week I said. You need to be full of the Holy Spirit. You need to be full of the Spirit so that it can dominate your flesh. And that is what Paul said, that after I have preached the gospel, I put my flesh under subjection. Lest I will become a cast away. As you are sitting here, what is going on in your mind? What is going on in your mind? Of you as you are sitting here, your mind is far. You 
You are being controlled by your emotions. 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 You don't want to even, as you are here, your mind is far. You are thinking of what the person may be doing. We broke your heart in today. No, in today. What kind of message on the phone? So, in today. Did you give him food to eat? Did you give back to him? Let him be and be yourself. Why will you allow emotions to direct and control your mind? To a point where you go and take rope and decide to commit suicide. Who is dead? You. You. Why? People of God, it is high time we understand. That you see, when you move in this life, being controlled by your flesh, you cannot go far. Bible said there were two brothers, Jacob and Esau. Esau came back from game. He came back from hunting. And he saw his brother Jacob cooking. The guy was controlled by hunger, flesh, desire to eat. So the guy forgot about himself and said, look, take my, take, take, take my bet, right? Take it. Take it. Take it. What have you given up? What have you given up? Some of you have given up your pride. Given up your pride. You have given up your life. In Agbogba, I met a lady. I went to preach at the funeral. One of our members died and I was asked to go and preach. After preaching, after preaching, I did the altar call and ladies came. When we finished the funeral, at the funeral, I called the camp. You, you have three other friends. Ajua, say, say, Adwa is this. I started giving them that. I gave her the description of each and every one of them. And I said, you, why have you decided to go in for money ritual? You are just 18 years. Why? Then she started crying. She started crying. Why? Because what I was telling her, nobody knew. Nobody knew. He said, Pastor James, I don't know why I decided to go for But the challenges are too. Some of you decided to go and sleep with men to make money, pay fees, to pay bills, to buy a house, to buy a car. And as you are walking, that is what you have in mind. To buy iPhone 13 Pro or whatever, iPhone 16 Sky. That is what you want to go and buy. But I want you to understand that you cannot be controlled by your flesh and emotions. You can't. You can't. You can't. If there is an iPhone 16 Sky, I'm sure it will come. I for sixteen sky. Ah, receive it. She was controlled by her flesh. Then while we were there, I told her, Ajua is in black and she's coming right now. I can see a lady black. She's wearing straight dress black, but here above, here, she's coming. Less than ten minutes, a lady came. Then she looked at me and she asked me. Are you a prophet? I said, no. I'm a child of God. Where is she now? She's in church. What is she doing? She's a shepherd. Doing what? Bringing people to Christ. When you are controlled by the Spirit. No, no. When you are controlled by the Spirit. I didn't ask you to clap. So if you clap, clap well. When you are controlled by the Spirit. It is evident. And people are able to see 
and people are drawn closer because why? You are living testimony of what God is doing in the lives of men. Ask yourself, why is that you? When you are coming to church, nobody's coming. Why is that you? When you are even coming to church, your own brothers and sisters sit at home and they are watching cartoons. Why? Be controlled by the Spirit. Bible says, for they that are led by the Spirit, for they are the sons, and for that matter, the daughters of God. Who is controlling your mind? People of God, why do you sing? Do you sing because you have a good voice? Do you sing because that is what you feel like doing? No, when it comes to the Christian dome, we don't feel. We don't, we don't work by feeling. I feel like, no, no, no. We don't move by feeling because why? Feelings are emotions. We'll be there to come and tell us, I felt like slapping you. No, hey. We, we don't feel. We are led. We are led. So why are you singing? Why are you an usher? Why are you in media? Why? Were you led to do it? Or you are doing because a friend is there? When you are led to do it, you'll not be filled with anger. You not be filled with hatred. You not be filled with hurt when somebody just steps on your toe. You not be filled with hurt. But you see, because you are doing what you are doing, because you were not led. That is why when something small happens, now we The last time I checked, Elijah said, "I am the only prophet left." And God said, "You, hey, you are lying." So if you are angry because of that, you not do. What God is calling you to do. Please. You are making a big mistake. Who is leading you? As I'm standing here, I'm seeing over 20 people that have been called by God. I wouldn't want to start pointing. But 20 people that have been called by God. And you see, you are hiding because why? Your flesh has seen, devil has seen, that you, when you become a man or a woman of God, you are going to take territories. And because of that, you have been afflicted. He's telling you, Charlie, go and work small. Go and work small. Because when you enter into ministry, it is difficult. And that's what they were doing to the guy in Mark 5. Because they knew the guy would take up the capitalist 10 cities. They took hold of the guy's spirit. They started controlling him. But what we see is that when the guy came to his right mind, when he go down, when the guy came to his right mind, the Bible said he went and departed into the capitalist and brought men. That is when you are led and controlled by your spirit. The spirit of God. Spirit of God. Who is controlling you? As I bring my message to a close, I came to let you understand. You cannot sit. No sit. No sit. You are here, you know you've been called. Please come. And I end myself. Please come. You know you are called. Please come quickly. When I pour the oil on you, just go and sit down. 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 This is a dispensation that God is pouring out His Spirit on all flesh and causing men to come to the saving knowledge of Him. It's not about who we are, it's not about where we are coming from, but it's about His purpose, His vision, His mission for our lives. It's not about the money. Now lift up your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the word. Help us to be led by your spirit and cause us to move 
as you will and you desire. In Jesus' name, amen. You are here if not giving your life to Christ. You want to come forward because this thing we are doing without Christ, you die and you die in vain. If you don't give your life to Christ, you don't really believe. Please come forward and let me pray with you. Quickly. It's not about anything. It's not about who is standing by you. Just come. Let me pray with you. you. Want to give your life to Christ fully? Just come. Just come quickly. Thank you for listening to this week's message on the Next Generation Church podcast. We pray that this word you've received will bless you, increase your faith in God, and enhance your spiritual growth. We encourage you not only to subscribe to this podcast, but to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Next Gen Church. We would also like to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Church with NHG. God bless you. If you said we believe it.